0: I'm Kamal Mukurya, the minister of labor for the Revolutionary Intercommunal Black Panther Party. I'm currently over here at Jessup Correctional Institution from the state of Virginia through the interstate compact transfer. So, um 3 I had a scheduled in-person visit for my mother and my six-year-old niece. Even though I'm currently at a prison in Maryland and my family resides in Richmond, Virginia, they departed at 11 p.m. and the visit was not until 5 p.m. However, due to the ever-constant heavy Northern Virginia and D.C. traffic, a trip which is typically a, a two to three hour drive turned to a seven hour drive. Stuck in traffic, my mother had the presence of mind to call Just Correction Institution and notify them that she would be late due to heavy traffic. Lieutenant Ozomela was the person whom my mother spoke to. She's also known as Lieutenant Oz. And she expressed to my mother that if they were 30 minutes late, they would be okay to visit. Yet yeah, despite the possibility of them being late, they actually were the first people to arrived for the evening visit. Right after clearing the matter detectors, as my mother and niece sat waiting for me to arrive at the visitation room, uh, visitors who arrived after my visitors began being processed into the prison while my visitors were made to wait. Despite being the first ones to arrive, seeing other people who came after my visit be processed into the prison without any delay, my mother inquired as to why other people are going in before her and my niece. Lieutenant Ozamela responded to my mother that verbatim Quote, he's in the cell asleep, which is why he's not here yet, unquote. What was unbeknownst to her was that I had spoken to my mother minutes prior to that blatant lie. At 6.52 was the time which the tear guard in Echo Bravo tear brought me up past to the visit room. I asked the guard why they didn't open my cell door at 5 p.m. and I stayed in the cell to so ensure that I wouldn't be hard to find as they had claimed before. And according to the tear officer, CO no one ever called for me to um, go to the visitation room until 6.52 when my cell door was open. This was also collaborated by other guys who were in the, in the unit. Routinely, as a part of the procedure, when someone's visitors arrive at the prison, they must first be processed into the system and <clears throat> clearly not to the the to entering the prison. But once this process is complete, the officer processing the visitors, in this case, within Ogumella, will call in the housing unit, which the prison is housing, and request that the prisoner be sent to the visitation room. When my visitors arrived, she, um, she did not call the building to have me go to the visitation room. She opted to not make the call, which meant that my visitors were to wait until I either arrived at the visit room or they were not officially left. Upon arriving at the visitation room, I sat down with my mother and niece and I was still on, I was, I was still on why the visit was nearly two hours late and the treatment or lack wrong. As I was being updated, I also learned that, I also learned that as my mother was being processed into the prison, then Uzumaila asked my mother who they were coming to visit, and once she said, Peter Mokuria, her entire demeanor shifted to a more hostile, rude, and confrontational one. In overstepping her ranks and powers, once my visitors were processed in, she told my mother that the visit would only be for 10 minutes. This is despite my visitors being one of the first people to arrive and travel from out of state in heavy traffic. After spending time with my visitors, I observed Lieutenant Ozamela entered the visit room while simultaneously speaking to my mother, saying, quote, did not tell you that you to get 10 minutes, unquote. She proceeded to walk to the front desk, grabbed the visitation pass, and walked directly to where I and my visitor was seated, landed the pass on the table, saying that the visit was over. And, you older know, the male I was speaking to my mother in front of me and my niece as though she was speaking to an inmate or her child. Now, typically, <laughs> when the visits are over, the guys working inside the visit room will take the visitation pass from the desk and walk to where I'm seated and hand me the pass indicating that the visit is over. I was a furthermore, undermined those guys aside from working in the visitation room by not allowing them to perform their duties as they do each week. What I also learned was that after the visit was over and I was no longer in the visitation room, I was a to speak to my mother in the most unprofessional rude, disrespectful manner one can <laughs> conceive of. Even my niece said that she was bullying her and my mom. Not only did she disrespect my mother and niece, but also disrespect all the other prisoners who were in the visitation room along with their families and loved ones. The bottom line is that just because one is a high-ranking individual working out a prison doesn't mean that they are mentally and emotionally equipped to deal with the public. Elisabeth Ozumela just illustrated that she is incapable of dealing with people who don't work or are in prison. When people come to visit their loved ones at prison, the guns that they encounter at the gate before being processed into the prison, those are the face of the prison. So they, if they are met with hostility, what does that say about the prison itself? Her unprofessionalism, they need to stop there. But as she was speaking to her su- uh, supervisor after the visit was over, and I was no longer around, in the presence of my mother, niece, and other visitors, she continued to slander my name, talking about me, oh, you know, Peter Mukulia, he always gives us a lot of shit. She continued to talk about me in front of my mother, my niece, and other people that do not even know who I am. Um, this wasn't the first time, nor was it the second or the third time, that people coming to visit me were treated in a similar way, even outright denied entering into the prison. Upon leaving the prison, the only thing my niece kept repeating was, is Uncle Peter going to be okay? My biggest issue, slash concern, was the impact this will inevitably have on my niece when she gets older. Because for a six-year-old observing, between can male conduct, it can be traumatic. Um, so much for giving a fuck about public safety, as they hypocritically claimed. The Maryland Department of Corruption headquarters has been made fully aware of this individual's unprofessional conduct, which violated policies. I'm certain that whoever's in charge of the public engagement will see something along the lines of a response, of a scripted response that goes something along the lines of, quote, the actions of this individual are not a reflection of the men and women who work for the Department of Corruption and shows up to work each and every day and conduct their duties with professionalism, honor, and integrity. This is an individual who has worked in this corrupted field for far too long, should have known better. And at what point does training, decency, understanding kick in? It'd be a much easier tactic to place all blame on this one individual, but it starts from the top, from the commissioner's office to the warden's office, trickling on down to the rookie guards. One rotten apple, and then he eats the whole chief body. In person visits, isolation for incarcerated people and their loved ones. It's a way of them checking on, on their incarcerated loved ones and ensuring that they are fine. But if they are with we'll facilities right at the door, and, and as they left, what does that tell them about the environment? Safety, well-being of their loved one inside their prison that they incarcerated in. This is Comrade Pick, Peter Kamal Mukuria. I appreciate your time. This is my commentary. Thanks. These commentaries are recorded by Prison Radio.